Hello, hello, hello. Phil here from the Drummer's Weekly Groovecast, and it is once again Accountability Thursday. Welcome all. We hope you've been getting your hands together and been finding some valuable information here at uh, the mini episodes. And today we are going to do our first episode using the Wilcoxon All-American Drummer 150 Rudimental Solos book. Now we've worked out of the Wilcoxon Swing Solos book previously, but this is our first solo out of the great 150. However, it's not going to be our last. We'll do some more of these as we move along. Now, the solo that we're working on today is up close to the front of the book, and it is solo number nine. And I chose solo number nine since it's our first time working out of this book because it uses several what I'm going to call proprietary Wilcoxon notations that are really not commonly found in any other rudimental method books. So, with that in mind, for those unfamiliar with this notation, we're going to talk about how it's often misinterpreted and then, of course, the correct way to interpret it. Now, one thing that's going to help you with this uh, book and with this interpretation is that Wilcoxon specifies the required stickings on every single note of the solo, which is very much unlike the Nard book where we have to talk about what the commonly intended interpretations are going to be. No worry about this in the Wilcoxon 150. He has very specific ideas for these rudiments that he wants to highlight in each solo, so he specifies every sticking. Moving forward, let's talk about some of the things that we're going to encounter in this solo. The first thing I want you to take note of is the different notations for the seven-stroke roll. The introductory roll-off is a seven-stroke ternary roll. Now, as we know, that style of seven-stroke roll is the preferred and most common way to interpret an eighth-note roll in most rudimental literature. We've seen it before. In fact, we've seen it numerous times in the Nard solos. Um, in this particular solo, you're going to use that seven-stroke ternary roll three times in the first line alone, and then in the rest of the solo, it will be used a grand total of five times. Now, Wilcoxon also uses a binary seven-stroke roll, too. It appears in the it appears first in the third line of the solo, last measure. You'll notice that he notates that roll with two grace notes prior to the eighth note on the and of two. You're going to start that roll on the E of two and roll 32nd notes ending on count one of the following measure. Now, just as a side note, you're going to see this same grace note style of notation on that 15-stroke roll in the third line, third measure of the solo. Again, start that 15-stroke roll on the E of one, then roll 32nd notes over to count one of the following measure. Another tricky place that needs a little bit of clarification is the third line second measure. Pay attention to the stickings here because the drags do not start on the expected hands. That measure begins with a single stroke accented right. Immediately afterward, the notated left-handed drag forces you to play grace notes on the right hand when you actually are expecting it to start on the left. So just be aware of that. Now also notice... On the fourth line first measure, Wilcoxon notates the eighth note rolls as five stroke rolls. He's very careful to make sure that you're going to play those as fives and not interpret those eighth notes as seven stroke rolls. And the reason is, is because there are two alternating single stroke accents that follow those five stroke rolls 
which actually makes that entire rudiment a six-stroke roll. Okay, now that we've gone through and analyzed the solo, kind of got a good idea of what's going to happen, make sure that you click on the link found in the show notes that will take you over to our YouTube channel where you can there see not only the sheet music of the solo, but you can watch me perform it as well. All right, so let's go ahead and listen to a performance of Wilcoxon's solo. Number nine, number nine, number nine, number nine. have it. That is Wilcoxon solo number nine. And let me apologize for the indulgence of using the Beatles revolution number nine. I'm sure the Jack booted thugs at their record company will probably find some way to take this mini episode down, but I digress. Anyway, make sure you practice and post your videos on social media. When you do that, make sure you tag the show in your description. Also, don't forget to head on over to our website, which is, shockingly enough, www.drummersweeklygroovecast.com. There you can subscribe to the show, you can listen to all our episodes, you can see our performance videos, and you can interact with us with our social media because all that Facebook, Twitter, Instagram stuff, it is all still good and we still update it regularly. Also at our website, you can get in touch with us with our contact form there as well, or you can email us just at our regular email address, which is drummersweeklygroovecast at gmail.com. All right. We'll see you again in a couple weeks with our next mini episode. And then every Monday, we'll see you with our full length feature shows. We're going to leave you now with a second performance of Wilcoxon Solo Number Nine. <laughs>